What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's another edition of Overthinking MTG, the unscripted, unedited show where we take a look at usually a random magic card, but today we're going to be looking at a Strixhaven spoiler, and uh, we're going to enjoy, well, we're going to have some fun as we do it. I'm telling you, unscripted, unedited. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's take a look at what card we're looking at today. Today we are looking at Cody Vociferix Codex. It's a book named Cody. I'm just going to appreciate that for a moment let's just stop right there cody all right anyway so cody vociferous codex it costs three for a one four you can't cast permanent spells now that is a major downside major downside so what do we get as the upside to this you can pay four tap it to add wooberg so you t you pay four mana of any color you tap you add one mana of each color to your mana pool when you cast your next spell this turn exile cards from the top of your library until you exile an instant or sorcery card with lesser mana value. Until end of turn, you may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put each other card exiled this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. So it gives a random spell. It gives whatever spell you cast effectively cascade. And on top of that, you, it ramps you. And so this is definitely designed for spell slinger scenarios because you can't play permanent spells. So that's a little bit of a drawback. But the other thing that I want to point out is how beautiful this is on curve. So on turns one and two, you just play your lands and do whatever. But on turn three, you play Cody Vociferous Codex. And then on turn four, Cody gives you access to five mana from which you can cast two spells. Granted, one of them is random, but still... So you cast a five drop spell on turn four and then cascade into a random, you know, three or two drop or three or four drop from your library. That's amazing. If you've built your deck around Cody, you can do some incredible things with that. So, I mean, Lorehold Command just comes to mind right out of the gate as a uh, as a five drop that could be really valuable here, uh, as well as, I, I mean, actually, and even then, you don't need five drops in your deck. You could also run things like genesis ultimatum now you can't cast it right on now actually the ultimatums come to think of it the re the fact that this gives you wooberg actually really helps with preventing you from playing ultimatums with cody which i'm just now realizing because the ultimatums have such incredibly specific mana costs um or specific uh mana colors within the cost the fact that this produces wooberg means that you're only getting value of three mana from Cody if you're trying to play an ultimatum. So actually, never mind. So ultimatums actually aren't a, the greatest idea with Cody now that I really take a look at it. Did I mention it cascades? <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, you actually get a 1-4 blocker, which is pretty meaningful in and of itself. So the fact that you can't cast permanent spells does not mean that you cannot have permanence in your deck, by the way. Now, I mentioned Genesis Ultimatum as a way of potentially um, pulling cards out. Um, if you have large, powerful creatures uh, in there, like Coma, for example, and you hit, you hit something with, say, Transmogrify... You could transmogrify Cody into Coma or any token into Coma with Cody Vociferous Codex. That that would work. So if you have a number of five drops in your deck, say, you could actually, um, if you have a number of token generators, you could actually Cody into, you could play a five drop, cascade it into and transmogrify, turn Cody into Coma, and 
and then you'd end up having a coma on the battlefield on turn five. Not to mention you'd res you would have also resolved, say, a lower hold command or some other or a time warp if you're in historic, because that's going to be historic legal now. Um, so you can do all kinds of fun, crazy things. Although time warp, I believe, has two blue anyway. So that would have to be turn six. Oh, no. Whatever shall we do? Or no, turn five. Sorry, not even turn six. Oh, my goodness. And on top of that, so Cody is also colorless. So it, it fixes your mana. It ramps you. It cascades. So you free cast with it. I think this card is great. Now, that said, I don't think this is a bomb. And the thing that's really preventing this from going into full-on bomb territory is the, the restriction that you can't cast permanent spells. That is a massive that is a massive restriction. Because the first thing that I think of when I think of permanence is creatures. But it's not just creatures. It's also artifacts. It's also enchantments. So this cuts out all your sagas. This cuts out all all of like all your auras every artifact which is a lot of cards basically if you would cast it and it sticks on the battlefield you can't cast it now if you you would cast the spell and it results in something else coming onto the battlefield or it produces a token that's fine those can stick around but the permanents themselves can't i feel like that really takes cody and puts it into a fun build around or a really cool commander because it is legendary. This is a legendary card. So you could put this as, a, as at the helm of a five color commander deck that has no permanence in it. And instead it's designed to be five color cascade. You can do some really fun stuff with that. And I know I want to try, I want to see what we can do with that. So yeah, so this is Cody, the Vociferous Codex. I get a kick out of it. It's also currently the pet on Arena if you were to pre-order the Strixhaven bundles, which I gotta be honest, I'm very much tempted to because not only do we get access to just a cool pet because it's a book named Cody, I still can't get over that name. I'm sorry, it's just for the life of me, no matter what else I see with this card, I see a book named Cody. A codex named Cody. It's just it's just so cute. The cuteness. And on top of that, the book itself. So looking at the artwork, it looks like a book with an eye. Actually, I'm having a tough time understanding. Is the mouth supposed to be how the like is the book supposed to open up into a mouth or is it supposed to like look sideways like I can't quite tell the orientation of the head as a book because it only has one eye it has a singular eye in the smack dab in the middle of the cover and so as a result it, it, there's no real way to orient it like there's no second eye to tell you which way is which way is up or not because the angle of the it's at like a 50 degree angle well not I mean it's not quite a 45 degree angle it's at this weird askew angle uh so it's really impossible to tell and uh for the life of me I'm having a tough time now that said actually looking at the artwork I would imagine that it's supposed to open the mouth I'd imagine it has a mouth and that's the book itself so it would actually open like uh like an animal mouth would however if you look at the uh character on arena the actual um the pet that you can get on arena that is cody i believe the the face is actually oriented as though the book is standing upright almost like it's at a almost like it's a face out on a bookshelf as though it was sitting with the the face forward um to be on display which actually would make sense because in addition to the book itself there's actually a, a what looks like a wrought iron stand that it's perched on top of that appears to be animated as though it as though it has come to life as a part of the book. So not only do you have the book, you also have the stand on which the book is sitting and that allows it to walk as though it had legs, which again, 
it's just cute. I'm getting a crazy Beauty and the Beast vibes off of this, and uh, and I dig it. And on top of that, it actually shows the Codex just walking around in what looks like the equivalent of Strixhaven's quad. Like, it almost looks like it's walking around in a garden kind of situation, as though it's just outside. Which leads me to believe that when you're walk walking around Strixhaven, animated books might just walk past you. I gotta say, that's freaking cool, and it fits the idea of magical college very beautifully. So actually, another thought that I'm having about this is a lot of people joke about how Strixhaven is just Harry Potter, and a lot of people make the jokes that Strixhaven is in fact Harry Potter, and yes, animated books were within Harry Potter as well, I know. But at the end of the day, I feel like Strixhaven has its own unique identity, and to be honest, as someone who was fortunate enough to go to college for four years, I do feel like it's the atmosphere that I'm getting from Strixhaven is more the collegiate atmosphere and not the Hogwarts atmosphere. So I'm not getting British boarding school vibes, I'm getting you know, American four-year college vibes from it. You know, that that's the vibe I'm getting, and I'm really grateful for that. I really appreciate it. Those are some great years, and I'm, you know, and I think the fact that this is kind of reminding me of that time is really special and really cool. So I like Strixhaven, all in all, and a book named Cody. I'm a big, big, big fan. I can't wait to get my hands on this in, uh, I can't wait to get my hands on this as like a weird draft build around just to see if I can do it, which to be honest, I probably can't because it would be so incredibly specific because you need really good four and five dropped spells, not permanents, which granted, if there's ever going to be a limited environment that has enough spells, it's probably going to be Strixhaven because not only do we have all the lessons and all the instants and sorceries amongst Strixhaven itself, we also have the Mystical Archive, which is draft legal. So I feel like being able to pull a time warp with a Cody down, all of a sudden you're in excuse me, you're in business. You can do stuff with that. You can you can absolutely hit five drops into four drops and three drops and. You know, the fact that it allows you to cascade, you, oh, and you don't even need to spend that five mana on the spell. It's just when you, if you activate Cody and you cast a spell, you get to do, you get to do that cascade. Granted, you'll be spending that mana because why wouldn't you? Because the mana also, unlike cards like Gigantha, the mana doesn't seem to have, it doesn't have any restrictions on its use. So uh, there's nothing saying that you have to only spend that mana on colored uh, elements of the mana value, which is pretty cool. So... I gotta say, all in all, I really like this card. I think Cody has the chops to really do something cool. So yeah, Weird Draft Build Around, great commander card. I think that this is like fringe standard playable in some janky brews. Um, I don't think it's gonna see any like high level competitive play in standard or historic. Um, I could be proven wrong on that. There could be a weird combo deck where this is just the thing that sets it off. But I think in all likelihood, this is going to be a fun, janky build around that I'm going to try. But um, I know it's probably not going to appeal to the spiky players out there. But yeah, this has been super fun. Thank you so much. My name is Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. If you've enjoyed this, please uh, like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast, please don't hesitate uh, to give a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps a ton. Um, yeah, and you can also catch me out on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash HamHawks42. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Don't forget, you're a good person, and you deserve to be happy. I'll catch you next time.